Okay, we are plugged in and ready to rock and roll. It's Wednesday, the 6th of December, 2023, flying into 2024 and going to be an incredible ride indeed. What a year 2023 has been and we're still here podcasting, been podcasting since 2015. How cool is that? So it's the Crest Files podcast with Adam, of course, here in Sydney, Australia on the coast. And author, reach researcher Shannon Rowan is plugging in with me today, again from California. Um, we last had Shannon on just after the sort of fires calmed down a little bit, and she was able to return to her property and resettle back into that area after a very frightening ordeal, uh, indeed. And we know all too well about that here in Australia: um, fires and being chased down by them, and evacuations and all of this. Well, we've just been having a discussion about it anyway. How they're keeping everybody spooked, even in California, when they're going into probably a freezing winter of rain and snow. Um, they're telling you to still watch out for the fires. So, keeping the fear levels high, just like the uh, boogeyman COVID virus and the million and one variants uh always keeping the population on edge on their toes and a little bit spooked but that's how you keep a uh, population under control isn't it um so we know that and uh well we talk about all sorts of things on the podcast when shanna jumps on um her work and books and um just everything that's happening and what we're seeing here on the ground Uh, probably be well it is the last uh podcast that shanna will be on um uh this year but we'll um definitely work on continuing um next year it's moving really quick it kind of uh december creeps up on you um really does it um moves quick and then it kind of overloads you and all this holiday stuff happens and all the people go crazy (laughs) goes busy (laughs) they're all going crazy at the mall um kind of like um real really insane um, I was at the mall the other day, had to get um, just a couple of things, and it was kind of an insane ordeal uh, with the mm. Christmas things, all the plastic stuff up, and they had the Santa Claus there with the families lined up for the kid to sit on his lap and and the weird music going and um, all the people busy rushing this way and rushing that way and stuffing their faces with food and guzzling this and gobbling that and yelling at people in the cars and getting in, getting out. I was like, holy cow. Uh, what a time to be alive. Well, that um, might explain why <laughs> our, I, I can say my book sales and of other people like John was complaining, John Hamer, that his are the really low. We're having like all time low book sales, right? When you think they'd be selling for the holidays, but obviously people are not giving books that they might consider conspiracy topics <clears throat> to loved ones because I guess probably most of their loved ones are normies, as we say. Pretty much. And aren't going to welcome these kind of books so that's more like the kind of books people buy for themselves and they're like oh i gotta spend money on presents so i think that's maybe why we're seeing that slump but there is that frenzy and um you know the black i call it black magic friday now um because that's really what they're talking about right why they call it black friday at least over here after thanksgiving do you have that too because you don't have thanksgiving so do you have black friday though yeah, I had Black Black Friday um, sales, and uh, I don't go down to the shops a lot. I was there um, in the afternoon on that day, and uh, people were acting very ugly, actually. Like, um, really weird, and, um, you know, the sales aren't any different from any other sales. Um, it's exactly the same sales. Yeah. It's just because <laughs> they call it Black Friday. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going on with people, but um, they, they go into that kind of, yeah, slightly panicked or frenzied sort of yeah. mode that they have to 
go down and buy all this stuff they don't need um, because there's the sales being advertised and it's really just a media hype TV thing, you know? It's it's Black Friday. Well, what oh, yeah. do you do? Who and cares? It's, it's psychological. It's yeah. A, it's a game. I mean, it's a manipulation and I don't want to blame people for getting caught in it because I think we all are vulnerable to that. And I can admit, I usually avoid that completely. I just don't engage. I don't shop. But I was like, this year, I was like, oh, I, you know, after the fires and kind of regrouping and then finally having some money again and needing some clothes, I was like, well, here's a good time maybe to buy some clothes. And I do uh, buy clothes online more than in person because we're really far from shops and I have chemical sensitivities. So stuff in the shops, usually have perfumes I can't get out later and, you know, all that. And I hate shopping at all. I hate shopping online. And you know, I hate the whole thing, but I got into it a little bit. But I noticed these like tactics of sort of, um, you know, only this many left, right? Um, like I'm like of shopping. Course. I was like leisurely looking at some shirts, and I and I was like, okay, I think I'll get these. And then it's like there's only this many left. Better hurry. Better hurry. But it's just two you know? left. And and then yeah, and then it, and it's <laughs> so then I went to check out, and there's like oh this many um, aren't probably aren't going to ship because they're not available anymore. And I was like, well, that's weird. So that made me think that I, they had been going that fast. So I went back to the listing and they were still there. So that wasn't true that they weren't available. So I'm like, I don't know what was going on. And it really messed with me and I, and it really frustrated me and it got me a little bit into that frenzy of like, I better hurry because clearly I'm not going to be able to get the shirts I want and they're so cheap right now and I really need these shirts. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then I buy more than I actually need. And then I'm freaking out about it in the end, and it's really interesting. I like to kind of watch that myself, you know, too, because I think, like I said, we're all vulnerable to those manipulations, and we should be, and knowing that can kind of help you be more aware of your own behavior and understanding, you know, other people's. But I'm sorry, I think I interrupted you introducing the show. I don't think you finished, so. I think we're done. Oh, okay. I think we're okay to to uh, continue <laughs> our conversation. <laughs> continue our conversation. Most of our listeners, they're always listening in, so they know the the websites and everything, and our and our links and and, and everything, and they go out in the RSS feed. So we're all we're all set to go. Uh, I'm still podcasting here and putting stuff up anyway um, through. Uh, I mean, um, I, I can't think of a worse time really for us to go away but christmas so we try to wait um i actually enjoy um i really like um after february here australia's really beautiful um before sort of the summer and i like it most of all um because southern hemisphere it's really nice if you travel in the southern he- southern hemisphere uh, around um, after march sort of march april may um that's it's a really nice time uh, to travel around it's and it's really nice here the the it's still nice weather uh it's nice and warm to swim and everybody's finished the madness and the rushing and everyone's gone back to work mostly and you can have a little bit of a trip or do something then uh but i i, I generally don't play ball at christmas um only just do what we need to do and the surf is better if you surf. Yeah, it's always so. better. And, you know, if you've traveled in, you know, um, Southern Hemisphere, we, we go to Chile a lot or, or you go to New Zealand at that, that time, it's it's just it. And there's not many, there's no one around and it's cheaper and it's beautiful weather. Over there, the snow's starting or it's starting to get crisper. It's nice. Uh, but here's the perfect time of year. and uh, But Christmas is too too mad. It's yeah. it, And everything's just completely booked. You can't even book a muddy puddle out in a state forest. 
uh, there's a whole bunch of people on there on the puddle and my puddle is mine uh, what this puddle you know uh, so we prefer to kind of I'll go see my folks up there we'll drive up and then come back but um, I try to keep out of it uh, hopefully most people sort of go away and you get the beaches here pretty empty everyone's gone away and I drive past those I'm not I'm not offending anyone I know it's uh, lot, people work all year you know and they don't have any other time they have to take the family away but it's crazy to see the caravan parks mm-hmm. they're so full and everyone's got their washing and stuff and you can't move too you know a meter in front of you it's just it's just too much it's too much for me I can't do it the social distancing era that we went through definitely in the lockdown Uh, uh, I mean in a way we complain about these crowds and everything but that's much preferable to at least people are actually allowing like contact with each other and to crowd in spaces now again you know that's right yeah I think uh, as I've said many times uh, the the worst thing about all of that here in Australia were were the lockdowns that just freaks people out because we're a very outdoorsy country outdoorsy people and uh you know people are out of dark Mm-hmm. You see them exercising down on the down down there with the lamps on their head, you know, doing push-ups on the pavement, and then running around and jostling here and there. A very very outdoorsy nation of people. Um, be outdoors all day, swimming. Um, people mm-hmm. love sports and doing stuff. So that was a real killer here, and uh, it was a real psychological, deep psychological hammer blow as well for people because they, as I've said many times, they didn't want those lockdowns to come back. Um, now that it's opened up and, uh, yeah, you're obviously free to, um, go, well, I, I was always free to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't, I don't care. My life was never <laughs> up for, for any politician to say, here's bits and pieces of your life back because you get this shit jabbed in your arm, go get fucked. Um, not a chance. Um, but a lot of people, you know, it's a scary ordeal for them and they did do the lockdowns. I just lived normally. Um, as, as we did what you did, we ordered stuff. I just ordered everything because yeah. I didn't want to go to the shops and look at all the maskers and everything. And they were intimidating you and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, obviously, yeah, it's just big. I mean, like, um, you know, there's not really going to be fires this Christmas and it's generally okay weather. I think it's going to be pretty nice. It's going to be very, very busy. Me personally, I just prefer to wait. That's all. Um, but it's still busy enough though. everywhere you go. I just prefer to wait a little bit and go away later. Um, I just have to ask you though, Adam, do you wear a helmet when you go jogging? I do. I wear a um, yeah. I wear the surgical face mask and then the the, the motorbike helmet over the top. But there's still people in um, surgical masks because uh, of all this China stuff and and um, and they, they're still um, yes. They're, I've been covering here. There's still been spooking people about all these fake variants. Um, uh, you know, in in summer, it's it's absolutely insane. I try, I I say, what are you doing? You know, but the, the it's not really, it's it's not really happening though. To be honest, um, they tried it in Queensland and a couple of other states in Australia. They said that people have to start masking again. This was just mm. going back a few weeks. It was really wow. odd. Yeah, we covered that. It was all over the news. It went all around the place. Yeah. Uh, they started with I the hospitals or medical places. Yeah. But nobody went for it, right? No, no. If like, you went no. if you went online, yeah. people were just ferocious. Um <laughs> and just ba- they're angrier this time about it. They're not doing it. But That's you're good. always gonna have those people that will, but they're not many, you know. It's amazing though. To, when I see them I think, Wow, what is this, year three, four, almost four years that you've been doing this to yourself? 
you yeah, know, with, with the mask on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like pe- there's people who are like, I'm just going to be safe, you know, and that's what they think safe looks like. And they're just never going to stop wearing it. You know, they're never going to take it off. Happening. They're never going to do it. No, it just, know? it just take, like I was, um, I was working for an elderly lady the other day. Um, and, um, she's really nice, maybe seventies, 75. She told me she's had five of the jabs. Um, and then just wow. recently she's had all these stencils and things put in her heart. And, um, and then I uh, was speaking to a lady the other day They Yeah. They're going now into, into their, for their fifth. And some people actually emailed me and said there's seven or eight of them in the nursing homes now. Mm. Um, and I said to wow. the lady, you, it's, I mean, I was at their place and it was like 30 degrees. I'm sweating buckets, mm. you know, and I, and uh, I said to her, why, like, why? <laughs> why? Uh, like, I, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, why are you going to go down and get those um, jabs today uh, with the old boy who looks like he's going to keel over, you know? And, uh, well, why not? It's free. You know, that was the response. It's free. Why not? It's just a prick in the arm. So there's no concern with the oldies. They're just continuing. Mm. Um, and, and I've noticed this a lot of speaking to people and just generally a lot of oldies around and just speaking to them. They really don't go off their own decisions with any of this. They go off what the health department and the government says and the TV says. So if the TV and the health department, they say you can now go down and get your fifth, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or whatever it is, they just mosey on down. It's A lot of them aren't really um, thinking about it themselves. You know what, I've had enough of this, or I'm not feeling well, or why do I need it, or I'm going to look at this or that. They're just going purely and only off what the government health officials tell them to do, the guidelines. It's nothing yeah. to do with their own internal <laughs> thinking and their intuition. It's what the government says. As so, I right. would you jump off a cliff if the government told you? I almost think they would. But I think when it comes to health, they just don't question it. If the health authorities, they come on the TV and they say it's time to go down and get your fifth, sixth booster, they just go down and get it. It doesn't matter what you say or show them. They, you could re, you could give them volumes of books on how dangerous this stuff is. They they just not. They have no concern in the world. They won't read them. I mean, they mm. probably won't read my book. That's for sure. No, they won't. Um, <laughs> there was a there was a new documentary just came out called Kill Shots from the US, and I sent it to you because it was sort of oh, similar yeah. to no, your book uh, title. Shot dead. Shot dead. <laughs> what you're of. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. Kill Shots though too. That's a good one. That's a good title. But yeah, shot dead. I know mine's shots fired. I did read. I did watch that, by the way. Um, thanks for sending it. I was actually like, I was going to ask you about well, that. I was like, I think you sent it to me. Yeah. I mean, this is what the thing is. Um, I'm glad people are coming out. I mean, it's tragic. These kids dying, you know, died from these shots, and um, at least their parents understood that's what caused it, and they're speaking out, you know, and they're trying to do something about it. But this hmm. fact is, it doesn't bring their kids back. Yeah, you know, their kids sad. are gone. They're dead. You know, just because of that. And this is happening to too many people. I keep hearing, I mean, of course I anticipated this. Anybody who had been researching it, like we were knew that it wasn't going to just be like immediately after the jabs, it's going to be going on for years. And because, you know, it's a time bomb for some people. Um, it's like dependent on a lot of factors and it really can act that way. And so it's not like they'll all collapse immediately. Some did for sure, but it's going to, we're going to keep seeing the fallout. And I keep hearing about more, um, 
either related people where they know it's related or people they don't know it's related. But I'm asking that question. Okay. Okay. So somebody's gone to the hospital because of a heart problem and he's 50. Uh, yeah, he got vaccinated, you know, I mean, this is like the kind of thing I'm hearing. I also, my father actually is an Uber driver and he gets, he talks to his customers a lot and he hears this all the time. He hears about vaccine injuries all the time and he hears about deaths too. Yep. People telling him their cousin died, whoever died, their mother died. And like one person recently had showed him the scar on her leg from a blood clot she had removed all the way down her leg. Huge scar. Yep. Um, I mean, so this is going on and I hear sometimes I hear people talking about it in hushed voices around me when I'm out and I'm like, and I come over and I say, are you talking about vaccine injury? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you don't have to whisper around me. Yeah. They're like, yeah, she had her shot. And I hear them say the shot and then the hospital and she was in the hospital again. And I was like, uh huh. I know what they're talking about. And they're afraid to, if they're in public, they're afraid to speak too loudly because of those people who are like medical misinformation, you know, police. It's insane. You're afraid to speak up when up. you're getting murdered. People yeah. are being butchered, like murdered. This is slaughter, you know, and it's like people, we're whispering about it. And it's like yeah. when we should be taking these people down, you know. I know, but this it's, is the, because the atmosphere around us is we're full. We're just there's just zombies everywhere, <laughs> and they're and they're also the ones who will tell on you. And there's still this fear of like being sent away somewhere, you know. Yeah, so, no, it's um, I I one of the the older ladies I met, she had the stencils put in. She's got they attach they go through the wrist and they put it all in there. Um, and then the doctors did a blood test on her. She's had five jabs and they did a blood mm. test and they told her that her blood's so uh, coagulated, you know, like jelly. Mm. It's all clo- cloddy. And Gosh, um, yeah. and so they put her on all the blood thinners and then um, that's caused all sorts of problems as well. But if she has a heart attack, that internal pacemaker is going to jolt the heart back. So mm. you, you can't even die peacefully. They bring you mm. back remotely. Um, gosh. It, it, oh my gosh! It, it's it's um, <laughs> no. you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm really yeah I'm starting to get um, very surprised at the um, illnesses I'm seeing now. It's starting to intensify. People are starting who are okay for the last year or so. Um, definitely starting to see them get ill. And and one thing that I was just mentioning on the Nightwatch podcast the other night it, it, that that um, kill shot movie and you watch these. Scenes they really dead. yeah shot yeah. dead. Um, you watch these scenes. It's it's all these terrible things and these people that died and kids and people mm. um, that that um, that had the worst um, outcomes with these COVID jabs. They're all the people that didn't want them or who who were worried about getting them or coerced or into getting them. Um, and then they finally went and just got one and then they died. You know and all of this. And, and then there's these people that I'm talking to who are just moseying on down to get five, six, seven, eight, and they have no care in the world, and they seem fine. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it strange how that that has played out? You know, the ones who were worried about well, the jabs copped at the yeah. worst, and the ones who don't care just keep getting them. <laughs> well, there's two things going on. And Not everybody. Is, I'm just bringing yeah. up that point. Oh yeah, and I mean, there's certainly people who were totally caught unawares with that. But the the thing is, we're dealing with the fact that there were placebos. And I don't know if there still are with these next ones, you know, they've been giving, but um, there definitely have been placebos. So, so it's possible those people who weren't affected got a placebo. 
and they don't know it. So, um, but how can you get placebos after two or three? I understand oh, I one know. or two, yeah. but these people are getting I five, mean, six. That would be surprising. I also do want to emphasize. I mean, we are powerful in our belief systems too, and so mm. there is a part of us that can, if we really believe the medicine works, you know, maybe it works. I mean, the fact for them, you know, although I still think that toxic effect, I mean, you're going to have to have a strong body that can really deal with these toxins because whether or not you believe they hurt you, um, you know, and again, I, I mean, and I've just, I went into this in my book quite in detail, but there are mechanisms at work that cause it to be more of like a time bomb. It's like, doesn't happen right away because of how it's affecting, you know, um, it depends on other factors. So it's all going to depend on these people. And like, that's why the, these athletes falling dead, you know, that, that high rate we're still seeing of athletes dropping dead when, because it's when their electrical, the electricity from their heart is, you know, when their heart's really going, when they're running, is attracting this graphene oxide to it, and that's when it releases there and causes havoc. So, um, so you know, if you're not like an athletic person, maybe you never run or anything. Maybe it's going to be a while before that shows up. You know, so I know somebody who was just who had a few jabs and was just taking a nice long walk. Actually, I know two people. One person ended up in hospital after collapsing after a walk. Um, unexpectedly, and they never figured out what was wrong, by the way, um, nearly killed him in the hospital trying to treat him, you know, um, but luckily he survived that. But another person just like had, you know, myocarditis after walking as well, you know, so again, it's going to like, there's just other factors um, and it's in terms of like when it's going to show up, when it's going to affect you, but you are dealing with a very toxic substance in your body. Um, and so maybe, and it does, and it can wear, see, the reason for all these jabs is to the boosters is because it does degrade over time. And that's what it's understood. You can, you can like release this out, this graphene oxide in particular out of your body, you know, through your kidneys and everything. It will secrete out of your body over time. So they want to keep it active, um, in terms of the depopulation agenda. And so that's like the reason I think they keep doing the shots. And they, they have that, they want to, besides the sales, you know, obviously there's that to consider. They just want to keep those sales going. But the, yeah, definitely, um, I think there's a de the degradation. But the problem is, as you're, like any toxin, as you're secreting it from your body, you can be damaging those organs over time. So again, it may take time, you know, for that damage to show up. So it's not to say that these people are definitely getting off the hook and they can just keep getting jabbed endlessly and not have anything happen. I mean, of course, we, we've all been jabbed, most of us, with something at some other point in our lives. And, you know, you and I are here, but I've had a lot of health problems. I've struggled a lot. And I do think it's because of being poisoned. So um, and there's so many poisons we're always having to deal with. What could we really look like had we not had the shots what would our health be like? What would our environment be like? How do we not have these electromagnetic fields? I mean, we don't even know, and we don't have the opportunity, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, we're being deprived of our birthrights to, like, live and thrive in nature the way it was nature intended for us and live longer and live into old age with our minds intact and our bodies intact. You know, I mean, we're definitely seeing the rise of dementia, and Alzheimer's and autism, and this is all correlating with the mass poisoning, plus, you know, add the electromagnetic fields, 
And so we're seeing like people just losing their minds literally and losing their senses and, you know, not half the people they could be like, we're just not living our, to our full potential at all. So, you know, people, what people consider fine too. And I'd like to address that, you know, people are like, Oh, I've you know, jabbed so many times. I'm fine. But the, the standard of health today is so low. You know, I think it's very low. What that doctors say is like healthy is un- absurd, absurd. You know, like it's not, people are not healthy. Um, you know, we're, we're in a huge health crisis. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think anybody, I don't think people have ever been like this sickly in the history of humanity. That's what I think. But, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, we are being held down. Uh, we aren't allowed to thrive and be <clears throat> um, our natural selves. That's for sure. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Because we'd be sovereign and in- independent. Everything. And can't have that. Everywhere right? you look, it's an assault. Yeah. This, yeah. this yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be insane, I think, 2024 to look at this because you can't, like, uh, you can't stop the official data coming out now. Um, There's so much from Australia and everywhere. Um, I called New Zealand. I knew this was going to happen there. Um, They say here from the expose, um, one million COVID vaccinated have died in England compared to around 61,000 unvaccinated in two years. Mm. This is saying shocking data uh, by the UK government shows that over the past two years, the vaccinated population in England have suffered an outrageous number of deaths compared to the unvaccinated population. And we know this Um, many, many, the data coming from the US as well for heart related issues um, is very high. I think it was around 30% of Americans now having something wrong with their heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously Australia and New Zealand having high vaccination rates with COVID and smaller populations. Uh, we're seeing the death rates go through the roof. Our sudden death rates, which would normally sit under 2%, went up to like 17%. That made world news. And if you look at all these um, and all this stuff they're releasing, um, it's starting to become pretty damning. And something has happened in New Zealand, which I knew it was, I called it ages ago, because New Zealand's Mm -hmm. population is probably the same population as we have in Sydney. And under this tyrant Adern, yeah, they forced, they forced these jabs like no other country did. Mm. And I'm thinking this is crazy, because you're forcing everybody in the country to get them. And the injuries and deaths are going to be high, and it's going to be more obvious whether whereas in the US and other big countries with a lot of people, a lot of people don't want them. And some do and some aren't sure. Like in Australia, a lot of people just got one and that was it. Um, But in New Zealand, they had a big, big um, uh, vaccination um, campaign. And of course, the uh, last prime minister, who's not there now, came out and said um, to the country, to the world, that we didn't force you to do anything. Uh, You did it to yourself, basically. We didn't tell you to do anything. We didn't force jabs, you know. So people were just horrified at that. But... Um, I knew that was coming from New Zealand, and apparently now what's going on is there are whistleblowers um, involved in the health departments who can't live with this anymore, and they've come out with statements and data, and um, what we do know is one's been arrested, but the police surrounded their home, and um, so that's going to be interesting to see what's happened, but apparently a lot of it's already been released out. 
Um, but there's something here that these whistleblowers have to do with the Department of Health in New Zealand looking at how many people are dying and are dead um, based mm. on these jabs. So um, this is kind of shocking data, which they were never going there. to be able to yeah. hide anyway. But this Jacinta Ardern um, that did all this, she, you know, um, they need to punish her for like war type crimes. They need to bring her back to the country and she needs to go to jail for the rest of her life. I mean, in the old days they would hang him, but, um, she knew that she was going to be taken out at that specific time. And they all did here as well. All the tyrants, Daniel Andrews, Michael Gunner, McGowan, all these premiers, these people that played that pivotal role, um, in pushing those jabs onto Australians, for example, like her and all of them around the world in those roles, they've all been, um, stepped down. They've just moved them out. And so they don't have to face accountability. Uh, but this was always coming in New Zealand. It started early debt there. Um, the injuries were quick and now it's going yeah. to, um, you're going to see a small population in a pretty big country die off. And those, that data, uh, is going to be irrefutable. I think right. soon. And so they're going to try and put a lid on it and embargo it, you know, like lock mm-hmm. it up. But I think it's coming out. It's all going to come out next year, I think. But everybody had them. That's the thing. Um, there's all these people coming out and fighting the good fight. And that's great. It's great to see. But everyone had them. It's kind of too late. I don't know what's going to happen to all the people yeah. who've had them who feel okay now, and I don't know what they're going to turn on. Yeah. Um, it makes a lot of sense to me with these um, WHO sort of um, pandemic treaty things they're trying to do where they take over mm-hmm. country sovereignty. It just makes sense to me that you have a city like Sydney or something or um, or somewhere, and they can pulse people with something that have those jabs in them and make them feel very, very dreadfully sick. Mm-hmm. And then call that, um, you know, a, a, a pandemic that has started in that zone. This is what we could be seeing in China. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, you know, people are already getting sick here in Australia. We've put up reports. Um, it's already happening. The, the telcos are turning on the 5G towers and people are getting nosebleeds, headaches. They're getting sick. They're vomiting. So yeah. um, what they're doing is they've given people this technology and now they're starting that that cycle, I think, of pulsing and getting the maybe getting the frequencies maybe right mm-hmm. um, to where it's going to sit, but uh, it's it's it, I don't I, I don't want to um, sound like a lunatic, uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it um, it kind of makes sense to me. That's the only thing that I can yeah. that I can get from this that they jab all these people based on a lie and then they pulse them with something. Um, that's why, yeah. well, as you said, all these sports stars and these players that are just dropping dead and having heart attacks at in their 20s and we've yeah. seen it time and time again these stadiums are filled with um emf and and 5g and everything so um um exerting yourself and all of this it's starting to happen now uh you know i told people a while ago i and they didn't believe it and they kept getting the jabs and they've they were great last summer and they've been good and um but now i must say I must say a lot of people are starting to get ill. Yeah. I'm seeing them. They're going to hospital. And I was just driving this morning on the way back. And according to the latest stats, the emergency emergencies and stuff, they're telling you in the hospital, like the wards are starting to, um, they're much higher levels um, of wait times and people entering the emergency departments and these systems um, than we would normally ever have. But of course, they told us that during COVID, didn't they? 
when everybody yeah. thought COVID was there, they were telling us that the hospitals were full, but there was no one in there. And then they had those dancing nurses mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, that so <laughs> so that was a psychological operation as well. Oh, but yeah. this could be where people are. I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's crazy. They lie about everything. They lie about yeah. absolutely everything. But I think I tend to believe it. I think that just people I meet and talk to, they seem to be um, have things wrong with them now. Uh, I just met a lady the other day. I, I, I've known her for a while, and she's always been good. And I saw her the other day. She looked like she was not well at all. Um, yeah. And they're they're all going in for these weird things and into the medical system. They got and so um, cancers and things, conditions they had a long time ago, perhaps are coming back and resurfacing even worse. Um, and I'm wondering where we're going to be in the next year or so. Well, that's um, the thing. I think people are. Who don't, the ones who don't want to make that connection, um, you know, because I've tried, I mean, it, people who are friends of mine who we don't necessarily see eye to eye about that, I do try to get them to think about it, like who hadn't even considered, I say, okay, so your mom was in hospital <laughs> yeah. and, you know, whatever. And like, what, did she just get a booster? Well, yeah, but yeah, well, that's not why, right? And I'm like, okay. How could okay, you not so, see it? I know. And I'm like, okay, so you're, and then whoever else, your in-law, you know, you're, somebody else's mother father had a stroke and you know soon after that or months later oh no no not related oh strokes run in the family oh it's inherited and i'm like okay well but you can't rule the problem is knowing that the side effect list put out by these companies who made these drugs include stroke include all these things right that are happening to people you cannot say it has nothing to do with it if you haven't, if you've had it. You can't rule it out. Why is it automatically ruled out when that's listed as a possible effect? I don't like to say side effect. They don't even say side effect. They say adverse event. Um, so these the, are the potential adverse events that can happen from taking these drugs, and they are known. And there's over a thousand of them. So, um, and they include a lot of horrific kind of things you know many different kinds of strokes many different kinds of heart you know cardiovascular problems diabetes alzheimer's asthma you know everything everything you can think of that (laughs) and things you've never heard of before like really bizarre things are in there um you know i mean this is like so when you can who can say oh it can't be that why are you saying that you can only say it can't be the that shot if you didn't have one that's the only time you can say that and doctors should never rule it out either if they've known that you know once you have multiples um then you're dealing with a greater increased chance of that being the culprit actually and while um since i've said that i'm going to open my book here in a second and i want to just look at tell you some of these adverse events um, because they're so, you know, interesting is all I can, is a word I have <laughs> almost comical that wasn't so scary and real, you know, um, so let me see, I'm going to go to, so I have them listed in the appendix, yeah. of my shots fired book, um, the, the whole thing printed out and I just listed out and I just kind of like highlighted ones I just thought were absolutely bizarre and I'd never heard of before. So I'm going to look at this. Um, so one of them, let's see. Yeah, there's heaps. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different kinds of lupus. Something like 20 
or at least 15 different kinds of lupus, which is, you know, immune, they call immune deficiency. These are all just like names, aren't they, though? Yeah. Really, the pharmaceutical I mean, companies give, and you just, it's all oh, just yeah. poisoned. Your, your body's just, po- just being poisoned. Of poison, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But listen to this one shrinking lung syndrome, stiff person syndrome. <laughs> I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wait, there was something weirder. Um, Something called white nipple sign. Got that. Uh, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Vocal cord paralysis. Um, of course, this Julian Julian Barre syndrome, which you know we it was like really rare. And now there's so many people with this. Um, liver abnormalities, tumors, umbilical cord thrombosis, um, hypersensitivity. Just hyper type one hypersensitivity, whatever that is. But, um, you know, and that's what a lot of us are. Oh, tongue biting. That looks fun. Um, <laughs> tongue swelling, um, different kinds of strokes. Like I mentioned, all kinds of different strokes. Um, so yeah, just, it's an interesting read and I recommend, yeah, people looking mm. this up. Um, obviously it's in my book, but this is from Pfizer. I mean, there's all these different companies, so I don't, haven't seen all of theirs, but this was because this came out under court order. Um, was the only reason like we have such easy access to all of this. And here's like an interesting one is, um, okay, uh, SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2 um, test negative, test positive, antibody test uh, negative, positive. Either you could be negative or positive because of this <laughs> shot, <laughs> which is like, what? <laughs> Um, and then false negative test and a te- false positive test for it. Um, SARS-CoV-2 sepsis. So, right, just um, bizarre stuff. Yeah, we, we even had politicians live on TV after promoting the jabs and getting them, um, getting the um, the siege, like the droopy face. Yes. The side yeah. of the face droops, you know. Yeah, that's definitely um, from stroke or like mini, you can have like mini stroke, you know, and have that yeah. um, like what's it called? Um, I'm just forgetting the name right now. But yeah, there's um, that's definitely us. And we all have that to a degree. I mean, a lot of us who anybody who's been jabbed in their life probably has a little bit of a crooked smile. And that's because all these um, nerve, these nerve endings in our faces have been like mess you know destroyed so we can't actually use those like small smaller muscle groups anymore yeah um so i mean i have it and look at just start noticing that even just in hollywood actors these all these crooked smiles and you and the reason we know it's worse now is if you look at old photographs of before there were like a you know universal mandated childhood vaccines people had symmetrical faces with their expressions like they're you know, everything about their faces were symmetrical and their smiles were symmetrical, you know, and that's just, now it's very, it's almost like uncommon. There's something called poems syndrome. I don't know what that is. Maybe you just start spouting Just poetry. randomly reading poetry to people. <laughs> you and you're really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good one. I want that one. <laughs> Ovarian vein th- thrombosis, pericarditis, you know, Neo, neonatal Crohn's disease. Oh, great. So, yeah. 
Shit. Well, yeah, the heart related stuff is insane yeah, too. Much heart related. Yeah, there's, but there's so much like new it. stuff. Like it's not just the inflammation and the. Yeah. And what oh, we wait, know, it's just one. never end. It's never ending. But I guess the heart is the gateway the, to the soul, isn't it? Right. Here's That's where they're getting mag- us. Magic syndrome. Magic syndrome. So I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't explain. <laughs> doesn't explain it. No. Is that because of um, what was that basketball player Magic when he Johnson, had uh, yeah. supposed to be HIV positive, but then he took because he took those drugs for it and he got really sick and then he said he wasn't gonna like take any more of those hiv drugs anymore um, and then he was fine interestingly he didn't have aids once he stopped taking those drugs yeah because that's what gives you aids exactly <laughs> it's <laughs> like same with that's the covert jabs yeah it's the, the test the... doesn't matter you could be asymptomatic so-called and be positive on the test but as soon as you start taking the drug you could be like oops now i have covid um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The the vaccines trigger the pandemic. Yeah. So, but you were mentioning the heart. Here we go. Of course, there's cardiac. There's a lot of things I can't pronounce, but cardiac amyloidosis, cardiac arrest, cardiac failure. Car- I don't know. Cardiac failure, cardiac failure acute, cardiac sar- sarcoidosis, cardiac ventricle thrombosis, cardiogenic shock. It's all different words it, for you're yeah, dead. I mean, you're almost dead or well, you're dead and we'll Frankenstein you back to life. <laughs> so you can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they got them stuck in there now for the oldies. So if they have a heart attack, yeah. Boom, yeah. remotely. Oh, gosh. Can't remotely. die now. You're yeah. not allowed to die. Oh, gosh. I know. That's scary. So, right. But anyway, like, so I was, like I was saying, I mean, the problem is a lot of people don't want to relate the shots to whatever they get sick with later because they'll just they'll call it coincidence whatever but like i just you know i'd say look at this list then tell me you're sure you know that it's not from would you want to if you had them though you know uh, that's the thing right talking about this lately with someone yeah they were saying like i i know some people um who have big families and had them and yeah, it's not good a lot of people are not well and the other families people members don't want to see it no they, they just don't want to accept it it's been good ride so far for them most people have been okay it's been good and yeah. most are still okay but um now some consequences are starting to surface and um they have big questions they have to take a long look at this yeah. of what's in your body and what is going to be the outcomes of this you right. can't just go down and get that put in your body and there's no there are no consequences you know, we had to fight like to not get new... that in our body. We didn't just not yeah. do it. We had to fight for the life. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, we all went through hell. So that was what we did to keep it out of us. But they've gone in and got it. That's fine. And, and you, you did it. But there's going to come a time when you have to face what's going to happen to you and those around you. And it's not going to be pretty. And this is new technology that wasn't tested and barely tested, and I can't call any of those tests really. It's all fraudulently done. It, um, I don't know how yeah. anybody could actually be that confident in this and like even call it a vaccine, like in the traditional sense, which those are already dangerous enough, you know. And that's what I also go into into my book in detail. You know, I just met um, over Thanksgiving. I met a pilot for a major you know, commercial airline pilot who did not get jabbed, who resisted, almost lost his job, 
but he held out. He said it was very difficult. They really put him through it, you know, and they really, it was like, but he held out, he held his ground. And now, yeah, he knows a lot of pilots have died uh, or they're getting sick. And, um, you know, he's met, I mean, he's like, and some of the other one, he's met other pilots too, sometimes that he works with who he finds out didn't get jabbed. And they, they're like, well, you too. Wow. Like, you know, it was terrible. It was so hard. And the thing that's craziest about it. So they're the healthiest pilots. They're the ones that are probably going to be around longer. And yet he said, most of these airlines still require it for new hire, new hires, mm. which is unbelievable, you know, and they, you know, and I, and I had this in my book too, and you, I think you know about this, but they changed the, um, require. So normally like pilots have to be in tip top shape, especially with their hearts, because it isn't a great environment up there to be in. There's a lot of radiation. You're at a very high elevation. There's a lot of, you know, thrombosis is common and you know, blood clotting because of this high elevation, and so you have to be in like tip top shape normally to pass and even like have 20, 20 vision, you know, and be very healthy. And yet, um, they change as like so many got jabbed and so many start having heart complaints and heart problems. They changed the requirements. They lowered the bar for, um, the heart requirements, uh, to get, to become a pilot, to get hired. Isn't it sick? Isn't that crazy? It's, it's like, like the they, whole they system's couldn't... just sick in the head. Uh, yeah, you know what it's I mean. Warped. And the people going along with it change those standards. Yeah, it just makes me want to puke. I know, and, and it's scary. It's it's putting everybody at risk. Who it is? is. It's planes. just terrible, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is. Who the hell wants to be up there? Scary. It was uh, always scary, but now it's like extra. You know, it's just like it's almost like you want to be able to ask, and you should be able to ask: Is the pilot that's flying my plane today vaccinated or not? Because I don't want my pilot dying mid-flight or having a heart attack mid-flight. You yeah, know, and, just, and like you're not allowed to ask that. I'm sure nobody's going to tell you. Well, they'll criminalize it soon. Yeah, you can't ask that. I mean, which is like, yeah, in a way, it's true. I, I agree with not people not asking that status in terms of being employed or whatnot. Like it shouldn't be a, dis- a thing you're discriminated against for entry into anywhere or to be hired but but at the same time i think we should ask be able to ask that other question like well i need to like to say demand like i need an unvaccinated person in in these positions of like very high responsibility that as like my life is in their hands you know so i should have the right to know that yeah yeah It, it, it is interesting like you brought up that before i was reading I don't know where it's going to go, but um, it, it, it's saying, uh, this one's just from Texas Tribune, it's saying that the Texas Attorney General is suing Pfizer, claiming vaccines didn't end the pandemic quickly enough. We have a situation here where we're still talking about a pandemic that never existed. There is no virus. Yeah. But this is interesting because um, it seems that there. um this is Ken Paxton. He's the attorney general. He's accusing Pfizer of fear-mongering and lies about the effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccine. So the company, um, uh, you know, pushed this during it. And this did happen in Australia. It happened all over the world. We were being told by the media and the government and everyone that you had to get these jabs. It was the only way to stop getting the virus and that it was effective. I've saved it all. 
They were telling us mm-hmm. that it was effective, that it would protect you. And as everyone started getting them, that faded until it came basically, yeah. it's not effective. So this could be, um, this says it's a 54-page lawsuit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know where something like that's going to go. I, can, I, I did say this like last year that I think it's going to over- boil over. I think you're going to see people wanting so much compensation and people wanting something and you're going to see these kinds of um, things happening um, based around, as I said, we're, we're still locked in that situation where we're talking about a virus that never existed. There's never any COVID-19 virus. There are no mm. variants. There's nothing there. It's a psychological operation like we've never seen and the TVs and the media were used in, in such a way. We've talked about that a lot. But they did lie. They did lie, if you look at it like that. We've got to sort of look, where could we get these pharmaceutical corporations and start to get into the media, liars and government people? Because they did. They did openly lie and they did tell people that it was safe and effective and it would protect you. And then they came out and said that they didn't. So this could be an avenue, but I don't know how they're going to take down what's going to happen there. But it's, it's interesting to see that from Texas. Mm. Um, it didn't happen before. It's happening now. And I think you might start in some of these states start, start seeing a lot more of this. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. It, 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 of course, we can't, you know, with us, you know, <laughs> and the whole virus germ theory, it's very difficult until we can take that off the table and get enough people to do that. It's yeah. only once you take the virus germ theory off the table that you really get a proper picture of what's going on here and you go, holy cow. But if you have any belief in the virus whatsoever, it still justifies everything that they're doing. Um, but again, we have that situation where they did openly, absolutely, and, you know, lie, lie their asses off. And this could be an avenue where they get done. Um, because a lot of people are going to come out now. They're not coming out single. They're coming out in groups now because they're being Mm. ignored in Australia. They were told in Australia that they would be looked after if anything happened to them from the jabs, that it was rare. I remember when it first came to our shores, um, people were getting the blood clotting and they were yeah. saying it's really, really rare. And then it got more and more and more, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, so as, but you know, these people, whether it's politicians or health bureaucrats or people presenting TV shows or whatever it is, you know, newspapers, outlets, magazines, they pushed it onto people. They did. And they told us that it was safe um, and that, you know, it would be very, very rare. And so these people were told that they would be looked after and they would get compensation. And of course, now they're injured. Getting that compensation is like jumping through a thousand hoops of fire. They can't get it. And so Mm. they're being discarded and ignored by the very people um, that they put their trust and faith into and told them to get the jabs. Now they've turned their backs on them like they did in New Zealand. And now they have nothing but ill health and um, stuck in the hospital system where the doctors don't really know what to do with them. They pretend they know, but they don't know. Because if you have heart-related problems from these mRNA jabs or whatever this technology is, it's just if it wasn't treatable before or was difficult, now it's impossible. Because they don't know what are they going to do with them. And it's it's getting progressively worse. So um, these people can't get compensation. There's nowhere for them to go. All those doors are now shut. So now they're starting to form groups. 
and it's getting bigger. And these people are starting to yell. And I think by another couple of years or into next year, there's going to be so much of these injuries and people who know someone or, you know, um, who was injured and want some form of compensation or, yeah. or, or, or whatever it may be. And I think that the, this is going to um, be big. Of course, I don't know where exactly going to go. What I do know is that now they're trying to criminalize um, basically dissent online. They're trying to shut us all up now. Um, they're trying to bring in hate speech laws. They are in mm-hmm. Australia and the US and the UK, all the Five Eyes nations. So basically, they're yeah. going to stop us having a, a, a voice online. And uh, that's their next move. I called this ages ago, and I think that's been their next move. But there's so much heat on it. Um, and we're getting so much interest in this and lots and lots of different people and really good and powerful people speaking up against it. I don't know if they could totally get it through. They're trying to bring in a censorship law nationwide here through this current atrocious government um, who are traitors. I think they're committing treason, really. Um, absolute communists um, with the Greens. And um, they're trying to bring in the censorship laws, which will be very, very dark for us. But there's so much oh, yeah. heat on it. I don't know if it's going to go through, but they did get it through in Queensland. Hate speech laws. Really? I was discussing it with John the other night. Wow. So bad that these laws actually come down to if you have tattoos or a T-shirt on. It's basically thought crime stuff. It gives the police tremendous mm. powers to be able to pull you over on the street because you're wearing a T-shirt and question you, arrest you, take your phone, take you away indefinitely if they want to, based on a suspicion that you could cause a crime or commit an act Mm. that is undesirable to the state because of that initial T-shirt that you're wearing that is an anti-government T-shirt or something, or that you have tattoos the police don't like. This is what they've done in Queensland. And most of Australians are just sleepwalking into this tyranny. They have no idea this just passed. It's all online. You can see it. And I've got the bill. You can read it. It's new... um, hate speech laws in Queensland that just went through without any public input or anything. They just mm. put it through. That is scary. So this is scary as into what Ugh. you say online. Uh, wow. And, and, and I'm not t- I'm, I, I read it out to John the other night. I'll send it to you. It's unbelievable. This is basically goes all the way down to even recorded messages. This like is minority report. Yeah, this is it. like I mean, um, if you were to talk in public. Like, well, we think you talking this way might cause a crime. Somebody yes, might yes. Hear- but this is the police suspect, yeah, suspecting oh. you. They might just, they might oh. not like the way that you look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might, they, they'll extend it to hate looks. Hate looks. Not just hate speech. <laughs> <laughs> so. You gave me a hate look. <laughs> Microaggression. <laughs> that's right. After what they've done. Oh so God, this is where amazing. I just think they're going to try to shut us all up. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because online, it's just, it's gone mad now. It's just, there's so much, um, it, you know, information that you can get access to. And just everyday people are getting access to um, that they want to stop that now. And of course, unbelievably, but we do believe it here in Australia, the new censorship laws from the Albanesian Green Communist Party, it doesn't apply to them, the government or the corporate media. Those laws, it, they hate, they only only applies to us, the public, if we write or, you know, we we put something online on social media or whatever it is. So they're pressuring the social media companies by um, threatening massive fines per day until 
certain individuals or whatever are taken off there. So what's going to happen is the social media companies dealing with Australian citizens, it's just not going to be worth them allowing them to be on their platforms and what they're saying or putting up um, because Mm. they're going to be threatened with these big fines. So they're going to start Mm. purging um, us from social media. And it will come to Telegram and those two, I think. That's sort of how far it's getting. Um, that's how desperate they are um, to um, shut us up. And uh, the general at realnewsaustralia.com um, and the General Knowledge Podcast, uh, great guys up there with Ethan at TOTT News. Um, you can go yeah, over there yeah. to the website and, and um, sign up a membership and listen to the, all the great material and everything they're doing. Uh, the general sent me this, uh, Shannon, from Queensland. It's the yep. Criminal Code, mm-hmm. Serious Vilification and Hate Crimes and Other Legislation Amendment Act <laughs> 20, oh, 2023. Wow. 20, 20, yes. And this is the actual government bill um, that I'll send you, and you can you can read through yeah, what they're actually saying that. here. You have to kind of take a double look. You're like, it, it, yeah. a lot of this is um, saying anything about people's sexual gender as well. Um, so misrepresenting mm. someone, mm. their gender. Uh-oh. And what happens in a, in a medical situation if you're a nurse? Um, and this, this also includes, Shannon, any form of communication to the public, including speaking, writing, printing, displaying notices, broadcasting, Ooh. telecasting, mm. screening, playing of tapes, Uh-oh. or any other recorded material, or Uh-oh, by electronic books. means. <laughs> I'm in yep. big trouble. Yep. Well, um, this also includes. Here, yeah. This also includes public. Um, uh, are, are people observing you in the public? So if you're doing something and they observe you and dob on you, and this also includes actions, <laughs> gestures, the wearing or displaying of clothing, signs, flags, emblems, <laughs> tattoos, um, and this sort of stuff. Oh gosh. This is in Queensland, wow. Queensland, Australia. Wow. This is what they just put the through. Free world, huh? Yep. This is an absolute draconian dictatorship and the Australian people did fucking nothing because they don't even know that this went through. What are the people of Queensland going to do about this psychopathic Mm. entity that has just done that to them? I mean, that's that's crazy. That is insane. That is so over the top. So that shows you how desperate the system is to shut people up now after what they did. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, yeah. from even writing a book or doing anything. They just want mm-hmm. you gone. They want you erased. And they only want, you know, it's getting so desperate here that the current government, for the new TVs that they're going to make, they only want um, apps pre-installed on the TVs that will allow people just to watch the mainstream media. <laughs> so they actually want to get into people's smart TVs and have it so you can only watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So the, when you get a smart TV and you turn it on, you log in, it's got all these apps. So you can go on YouTube and you can watch all your favorite channels and everything. They just want their stuff there now. And if you don't agree with them, they don't want it on there. So that's where we're going. We're going into a situation in this country where it's going to be like Trudeau's Canada, you know, mm. um, where, uh, you know, because I was um, talking about that on a podcast uh, last one of the last podcasts, a guy was filming himself driving in Canada and he couldn't bring up all these sites and social media things in there. They don't come up. And he drove across the bridge into Buffalo, New York, and pop, it all came up. 
What? I can't confirm that, but he did film himself yeah. doing it, and that's what's wow. happening here. They're gonna, they're just gonna rub us all out. And so, uh, what happened recently with Renegade Tribune is the New, Ze- New Zealand government, because Kyle at Renegade Tribune had the Christchurch shooting video on there. Mm. They went through these new um, hate hate laws, and they pressured his um, domain company, and they seized it. They seized the mm. domain. So they're going after domains and hosting now uh, for our websites. That's how bad it's getting. Um, and this is the hate speech stuff. So if I've got a website or you've got a website and you've got something up there and someone says it just takes one mm. person, they actually mm. seize your domain. Mm. Wow. So this That's is getting amazing. yeah concerning to say the least. Now, we, yeah. we've got to go out with locks on our mouths. We. <laughs> Can't say anything now. I got to, yeah. Uh, you know, like freeze in the movies. Freeze. You know. You just, <laughs> yeah. Right. We're done. Wow. Well, how are you gonna? This has happened yeah. to Janice Barcelo and many others. They can't get people to yeah, publish their true. books. Amazon are taking people yeah. off. Yeah. But we, what are we gonna do? Send carrier pigeons, Shannon. I mean, message in um, the bottle. Hmm. We just keep going, I guess. Well, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think we could always. Um, I think there is always somewhere to self-print. Not that I mean, it's expensive, right? So you're, you're talking about you know, raising your prices of your book to quite a lot to make any kind of profit at all, and then, and then of course distribution will be very narrow. You'd have to; it just has to be word of mouth, and um, so it's not like you can't. We can't. We're going to stop, but we're not going to be able to reach any kind of audience like we did. Um, you know, and that's like good enough, right? That's that's what they want. So it seems like uh, so many yeah. people are still enslaved by the corporate media as well, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder more so more so now after having those jabs and if they're being rem- already remotely mind controlled, you know. I, I don't know because you just don't know what's yeah. in people. Right, right. Uh, can they be pulsed gently to think a certain way now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I think this has been going on, and um, because there's a long time. And I've- I've the you know disclosed some of these in some of my books um, for mind control technology, just using television screens, computer monitors, just the pulsing of the light um, colors to you while you're doing your work can change your moods, um, can affect you emotionally, can change your be- then of course change your behavior. Um, you know, using satellites, using I mean, all this has been in the works a long time and a lot of people have been directly experimented on, you know, they call them targeted individuals or, you know, that were people who were in these programs like MK ultra. Um, and a lot of those people were already like in psych wards and that. So they just kind of used, or they were prisoners or they were soldiers or they were university students that, you know, thought they were signing up for one kind of thing and then, or didn't even know that. So there's just always experimenting on us and, um, I see it already. I mean, I was just having a discussion with Sophia Smallstorm. I don't know. Do you know Sophia? I used to speak to her a lot, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, she started her own radio show just recently. Mm. So I've been on a couple times. Um, we're making good friends. So, yeah, yeah we've she's been in great. a lot. Yeah. She's intense. She's very. Oh, yeah. yeah she's very really intelligent and yeah. Yeah, knows what's going on. So um, she and I were talking about um, missing persons in the not in the – like sense of physically, but like psychologically missing and absent. 
and we're seeing this in people around us, um, you know, since uh, tech addiction, you know, I mean, any kind of any kind of drug addiction, of course, people know what that means. Like you lose somebody, they're there, they're present, but they're not there, right? But this is happening now with these screen addictions. That's a good way to look stuff. at it, yeah. Yeah, social media. Missing in action. Like, they're there and they're not there. They're not there, you know, yeah. It's like, yep. not really there. And so this is like epidemic now i think everywhere and we're seeing and this has been going on i mean i've noticed this with friends who just when social media started um and people got into it i stopped seeing a lot of friends in person because they didn't seem to have time anymore and yet they were on facebook all the time and i'm like i live around the corner we used to hang out you know what's happening um and they're just glued to their devices and when you're with them they're not interacting with you they have their device in front of them and they're interacting with that and so it's really changed their behavior and the experiences we have with each other. And it's, it's isolating. Um, and so people were self-isolating long before they were forced into it, you know, because they really stopped, they really reduced their interactions with each other. I say, especially in this country, because we already kind of have an isolationist culture, you know, with the settlers and the frontiersmen and kind of being like, you know, out on our own. And some of that's good, you know, self-reliance in that, but this has gone beyond that. And it's sort of like, you know, TV culture already kind of was destructive socially, destructive in families, you know, taking away from like family time. But now it's way beyond the TV because it's like, at least with TV watching, your family was together and having experience together. Now everybody's got their own individualized entertainment system that they take with them everywhere and they're all on their own entertainment, like apart from each other in their own homes, you know, and, and people just friends hanging out are not really interacting with each other like they were. And so it's, it is this weird, like absentee, you know, you're kind of, yeah, like it's like, well, look what happens to people with dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, they're not present fully. And that's really sad. It's sad to have that. It's frightening to have that happen to somebody you love and they're not really there. But it's just as frightening to have this happen with our kids and everything that they're not around either anymore because they're just locked into this fantasy world online. It's a form of digital dementia, isn't it? It's like it a, is. it's the same yeah. as dementia, but like in kids and everybody, they're just not there anymore. Yeah. Just not In fact, I was just reading an article because the book I'm working on right now, I don't know if I told you, I had a few in the works, but I decided to focus first on my one about tech addiction. And so I've been reading different stories and reading about this. And there is like a term now that they call digital dementia, like you said. And there was at least one story I was reading of a woman who was like, a, you know, type A personality high achiever was uh, doing branding work for products you know and so she was just on call all the time working 24 7 you know reachable day and night you know and um really took its toll eventually she said she she was losing her memory uh she couldn't remember like what happened yesterday she was you know really severe cognitive function impairment Plus, um, you know, the fact that she started to feel dissociated from herself and the world around her to the point she said she felt like she was in a bubble floating over the earth. Um, and so she really had this like separation and isolation happening like really extremely. And it wasn't until she was like forced to do a detox um, by her husband when they're on vacation who was just fed up with it that she finally realized how bad it was and also mentioned after it took like a week for her to finally notice the world around her, the physical world and actually notice it. 
like, and she was amazed. It was like, whoa, like I can see like the plants and animals and, <laughs> you know, I just didn't see it. This wasn't mm. there. It wasn't there. You know, I mean, and the people are not there. I've seen kids who are not there. They don't even look at you when you enter a room. They don't, I, you know, you can't interact with them. They don't interact with each other. They're not interacting with the world, world around them. They're not, they might as well not be there at all. I mean, you know, they're not here with us. So mm. really serious. And, um, and I think we all can relate to it. We all have had that happen and some you know to some extent like when we get involved on the internet it sucks us in it's designed to suck us in it's designed to steal us of our time and to make us dissociate from our surroundings it's by design and none of us are immune to that those effects so you know it's with like care and trepidation that i go online now (laughs) because i understand what it's doing And I resent it, you know, now that I understand that. I mean, we're talking about social media and censorship. You know, screw social media. I don't do social media anymore. I know a lot of us, like, use it to promote stuff, whatever. But I'm sorry, but I think the ills outweigh any benefits. And we'd all do better to not use it at all. And because it's always working against us, you know, you might have a little success for a while reaching, you know, uh, your the public and getting them on your platform or reading your book or whatever until they realize like that's working too well for you and they change the algorithms, they change everything and they change stuff so that you now have to work harder, pay them, whatever, you know, and we're, we're providing content for them. We're being, there's, we're their slaves. We're not being paid for that content. You know, they use it, they claim it as their own. Anything we post on social media belongs to those companies, you know, photographs, whatever it's theirs. So this is why I don't use it at all anymore. And it's been several years since I've used it. I don't touch any of those platforms. Um, I think that new um, yeah. Elon Musk X is a trap to. Oh, I'm sure. Like I mean, a honey trap. At all. Yeah, no, I think uh, just... they, they've allowed all the patriots and all the heavy hitters to come in and just have mm-hmm. a free for all. And they're... something's going on with that. I just don't trust it. No, I wouldn't either. They've taken all that information. Something's going on there. Like Alex Jones and all that. I think they harvest oh, yeah. information of all the patriots and things. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I mean, Fun most social media is dead anyway. Yeah. I mean, Pretty so much. it's like that's not the worry to me. Um, the worry is, like you said, like seizing our websites or our independent platforms. They're going you know, down to that now. Yeah. Like, yeah, to get to that, like that's what is obviously really concerning because social media has always been – controlled and it's always had censorship and it's just been worse in recent years but you know when we had our own websites yeah i mean it's like and i had my brother actually um one of my brothers he had uh, some things on a website it was a free website and he um it was taken down because he was speaking out against the irs and the fed the federal reserve banking system and this was like over 10 years ago um, and he couldn't because he was speaking out about the corruption and the fraudulent banking system because it wasn't his website, though. He wasn't paying for it. Hmm. And so it was just taken down. It might have been owned by Google or something. So not surprising. Um, but, you know, when we pay for our own websites and hosting and all the years we pay for that, and you know how much it costs for you to have your videos and everything and then to have it just taken from you and then all that is gone. Like, are they not even going to reimburse you, you know, for all of your expense or like the loss of income you might have be getting from your website? Maybe you sell products or something, you know, have subscriptions. 
that's just it's so criminal it's just amazing but that's the police state for you so mm, yeah the our, my youtube channel was deleted years a few years ago right um after a, just an interview with john hamer and you know john more than anyone i mean He's such yeah. a gentleman. I mean, it wasn't, there's no swearing on the podcast. It was nothing. We yeah. just questioned the COVID 19 oh, yeah. virus so delusion. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then he mail, emailed me, I got it in the morning. He said that it's just not there anymore. And there was no, no warning, yeah. nothing. It was just gone. Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, I've been on, um, you know, I've been on YouTube shows where they just get taken down because of stuff I said. I just, I'm not saying anything that, you know, like I'm questioning the narratives. I'm questioning their so-called science and that's enough for them to shut it down. They so. take it. Yeah. They, I noticed with mine, like they took, <laughs> they took like, um, podcasts out of the mix. I was mm-hmm. like, where did that one go? And yeah. to find an explanation, I, I had to dig for it. It was, they took one out uh, with, uh, John Rappaport. Mm. Uh, when all this kind of first started from Wuhan, you know, and yeah. were, 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 he was tearing it to pieces. But then, yeah, when I got on with John and we were, he was going through all this virus stuff, they just absolutely just deleted the whole thing. There's many, many years of podcasting up there and podcasts that I hadn't saved as well. Because mm. <laughs> when I first started, mm-hmm. I didn't have a website or anything. And I thought, how could right. I get this out, like up somewhere? And so I just created a YouTube channel and then I... I had two years, I left it, and then I noticed there was a few people on there, and so I fixed it all up yeah, and got it going again, and it started going pretty good, and there was more people coming in, and <clears throat> that was it. It didn't bother me. I just moved over to BitChute because I was there anyway, <laughs> but there's no right. warnings. Um, well, I think we've just had our list, lots of people Odyssey follow on Facebook gone. It happened to, you know, you know Johnny <laughs> Cerucci, happened to him on Odyssey. It took everything down. Oh, really? And he, yeah, but he finally got it back up again and everything, mm. but it was a really random thing, and he couldn't get anybody to answer why, and, you know, it was like this <clears> big <throat> mess, and I think he's got it sorted now, but it was, like, ridiculous, and he's been through he's been through that a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, crazy. Yeah, Well, yeah. I know that um, – oh, I just want to say before we get off, because I know we've gone over our hour. Um, yep. But, yeah, John Hamer, our book, Welcome to the Masquerade, um, we switched accounts so that I have it in my account on in Amazon now. We have our reasons for wanting to do that, and I updated it a little bit with um, not, like, content, but just formatting and made it look nicer in the cover and everything, and um, we just wanted more control of it because we'd had somebody else do it for us before and everything. Well, Amazon told me that those two listings would sort of merge into one event or, like, after, like, a week or so, and those reviews would carry over, but they haven't. So anybody who's looking for that book and they and it looks like it's unavailable on Amazon, just look. There's two listings, and the one that is available is our book. There's not like a trick or anything. Just doesn't have any of the reviews on it. So um, please still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully eventually that'll get sorted out. But they're telling me it's an automated thing and it uses AI and nobody can personally do anything about it. So we just have to hope it works eventually how it's supposed to. <clears throat> Um, and in the meantime, I think it's some of the sales have declined because of the confusion. Probably people are coming across the unavailable listing, you know, that says unavailable currently, but that is the old, uh, version. We have a new version, new edition that is up and it is there. So, um, and it is also on Barnes and Noble 
it's funny. I people, a lot of people wanted uh, me to have my books on a different platform from Amazon, and I went to a lot of trouble to get on Barnes and Noble. Ever, all my books, and nobody buys them there. <laughs> like I get like zero sales there. So, you know, just uh, on same a- people. I I did it for you, and <laughs> you're not buying it. Is that on there. Amazon? You said. No, I mean on Barnes and Noble. Oh right, right, um, yeah. It's a, I have it for people who don't want to use Amazon. I have all my books on Barnes and Noble in print and ebook, and I don't get sales there. Um, so I mean, mm. like I've had a couple, but it's really like almost nothing. It could be an algorithm thing where they're putting it. You know, you you I see mean, you, you see it there, it, but it's not. It. No, it's there. I mean, if you want to look for my books there, they're there. It's just that uh, I think people just, I don't know, they're so, maybe like there really aren't as many people who, who want to get off Amazon as uh, I thought there were, or they say that and they don't do it, you know, or something. Um, and I don't know if Barnes & Noble, I think they don't have that deal that Amazon does. I think what people like about Amazon is that you, if you get so many, so much in your order, it's free shipping, you know, and so maybe they're just trying to like go, okay, I'll get this book and then some other things and I'll have free shipping and, and then like, you know, great. But whereas Barnes and Noble is just books. So if you don't want to get that many books and maybe they don't have free shipping, then you don't, maybe that's why. Um, but I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, yeah. So you can get my books on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and they're all there. That's right. So I, I always attach it into the description of the podcast. Um, okay. I always say for people, if you can, just to go back to the website if it's up yeah. and um, to, to click on all the links and everything because a lot of people get the podcast on the RSS feed and, mm-hmm. and listen. But go back to the source because all the links um, are there for everything right? Um, and all those books and everything. Uh, I think for uh, I've definitely put it all up. If there's anything new, I can tag it in, but it's um, I just sort of copy-paste that each time I'm on with you. Uh, uh, for all, because all, yeah. all the information's in there, um, um, to go out so people can take a look. Um, how did the how is like in general the last book going? Oh, pretty good. Um, shots yeah, fired, I just, yeah, it's going pretty good. I it's, think, um, it's probably going to take a while to digest though. I think because I said to you is, last I mean, time it's going to be one of those books that <laughs> it's a big one, it will be. I've got like People have gone back to buying Wi-Fi Refugee. I think that's been more popular recently. Um, I don't know. It just depends on what podcasts have done, which one we're talking about, mm. you know, things like that. So, But they're all kind of they're kind of like similar sales for all of them. So um, I do have a new children's book, and I did decide just to keep the same author name. So um, Salty and the Seals, if for anybody who has once children's books, I illustrated that is also, if you just look up Shannon Rowan on Amazon, you'll see all the books there, and that'll include the children's books. Um, but yeah, and, I, and I'll have that on Barnes & Noble too. I'm working on a hardback cover for Barnes & Noble, but I'm still like, they take forever to get back to me about quality issues, so I'm dealing with a quality control issue. Mm. But um, yeah, so. Not easy. Yeah, so it's, uh, I need to sell someone to your girl. When I get a chance here, I know that um, she liked my last book, right? Yeah, so. beautiful book. Yeah, really nice. Okay, well, you'll like. She'll like this new one. Yeah, it's like. amazing books. So it's really special to get a book like that. Great, um, <laughs> and it's so nicely done. Yeah, great work. Thank you. Yeah, amazing, eh? So. Well, I, I guess. Uh, well, there's lots of things to cover. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had some smart meter stuff and and things. Mm. Um, uh, you know, but I'll. I think my website's mm. down. It's down for me anyway. Uh, mm. Which usually means um, there's something going on, but if it's up no. up later, I get this up and um, and try and get this article on the smart meters up. I think it's an important one. Um, okay. uh, just from Janice Barcelo there, she's got a new uh, Substack mm. page. Oh, great! Birth of a New Earth, yeah. And this is uh, interesting read and video there on um, on the smart meters that I'll try and get up later. And uh, I do have another podcast tonight. Um, uh, later on, uh, with um, Dawn Lester, mm, and Dawn's yeah. going to host the podcast tonight um, on virus Great. and germ theory to go over all her research. So it's a pretty special one. I asked her to do that. It's sort of mm. heading towards the end of the year. I just think it's, I think it's important to get it, keep getting it out um, with all this fear mongering oh, yeah. that's going on and these new variants, and and it's just getting so nonsensical and idiotic and ridiculous now as they cover for what they've done. So it's important to get this out to people um, as much as we can anyway. I, you know, I'm, I'm able to. And so she's going to come on um, tonight and, and host uh, the podcast and go over all that um, amazing research she's been working on it. Uh, so it'll be a, a, a good one too. And hopefully that's something people can um, share um, uh, with um, everybody, just like all of these. If anyone's interested, <laughs> if anyone's um, yeah. family or friends or work colleagues, you know, I get some people nibbling here and there. Um, generally, most people who are so dumbed down with the media, I just, because they're not, you can't have a conversation with them anyway. Um, they're just mimicking and parrot, parroting the mainstream media. Come back when right. you have your own thoughts and opinions. Even if we don't agree, at least you, they're your opinions, you know. Don't tell me what was on Channel 7 News last night. I don't, I don't want to bloody hear it. Um, right. But I'm finding a lot of people are nibbling. They're starting to look around a little bit, you know, um, raising their heads, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> raising mm-hmm. their heads up a little bit, you know, sort of chewing on the cud a little bit. They're looking right. They're looking left. They're thinking something might not be right here, you know, and um, there's a lot of information, um, a lot of information now. It's really mind blowing how many people are doing blogs and websites and things and talking now and how much are getting, you're able to get access to. It's really incredible. And um, that's why uh, authoring the books like you and John do and that, it's, it's, it's such an important uh, model, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Having those books out there in the, in the public. I always ask John, like, how are the books going? Really well. <laughs> And now people are getting interested in the Titanic book. So there you go. It's yeah. like one of his first ones, those. Oh, yeah. and, and there's just people. It, it is amazing. It is amazing. People comment on articles I put up in 2014 or something or 2016. Mm-hmm. It, like yeah. they see things out there in the world. Um, it could yeah. be an old book. It could be an article. It could be anything. There's just people coming on board all the time, listening and, and jumping on. And I think as the as it gets... Um, as uh, things heat up, um, it gets more intense, and um, I think a lot of people start to get uh, very suspicious um, uh, of of this desperate behaviour that we're seeing. Uh, indeed, uh, I think mm-hmm. the most important thing before plugging out, Shannon, that that we want to stop is this WHO power grab. 
I want to try and find out more about that if I can. Mm. I think that's mm. a really important thing. We don't want these foreign entities um, controlling our health when they call stage pandemics, you know. Oh, yeah. It's quite a um, – I don't think we've ever seen anything like this in history, but we are seeing countries yeah. pulling out now. Philippines, I think Estonia, New Zealand – um, all these countries are saying, no, we'll look after our own health. Thank you very much. I know in Australia they've managed to take a lot of it away, but this current trader government still want to sign us on like Biden does. Um, and we don't want that. We don't want Bill Gates or Tedros calling a pandemic somewhere and then they come in with their own people and we lose all our rights. That's not very tasteful to me. <laughs> and it, it makes me look at what happened as a big experiment that they're prepping for this maybe. Um, so it's really weird, uh, it, you know, um, hopefully, why don't we just defund them and pull out? Who needs the World Health Organization? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> needs no, it. It's, not for it's, any reason, really. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they're saying, Shan, they're saying, like, we all have to, like, write notes in. Our government have to write notes like we're in trouble from the headmistress <laughs> in school, you know. We have to write things and we have to explain why we don't want it. Get stuffed. Who are they? Yeah. You know, I mean, we're right. sovereign countries. Like, go to hell. Supposed to be. I mean, we shouldn't have anything like the UN or World Health Organization. Exactly, the IMF. Are, that's the new world order right there. That's what that is. I mean, are we a one-world government and, you know, living in a police state? That's one-world government dictated. And this is what we're talking about. So, I think they're starting to get yeah. the shits with it in Switzerland, too, because they keep meeting there. And I think something's got to happen in that country. Why the people allow that to continue is wrong. You know, um, they always have these big meetings there, these these wealthy families and families and banking um, cartels, you know, and it's, um, but I, I, it seems to be falling apart at the seams, even if it is slowly, it seems to be all, there's just so much exposure on this system at, at the moment. Yeah. Um, and that's why we see the brutal censorship. That would only make sense. But as they do that, it wakes more people up and makes more people suspect mm-hmm. of this system. So it's interesting times in the next year. Um, 2024. So hopefully Definitely. you can jump on again um, at some point. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe um, January or February, we'll keep in touch. Okay. And um, as I said today, uh, later on when I put all this together, I'll put all your um, links in there. So I encourage people to go back because sure. all your book links and all your website info and everything um, gets attached there uh, with a podcast description as, um, as very important. Um, and, uh, well, I, I guess have a good winter and Christmas. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Enjoy your summer and Christmas. But, um, yeah. <laughs> must you, be kind of mad to have, like, summer, acti- like, all that summer activity and the holidays. You know, we don't have to deal with that. Yeah, Australian summer and Christmas is strange. It's kind of unique, I guess. Because you've got, yeah, like, the double whammy of, like, activity. Well, I mean, the traditional Christmas, you know, is snow and all that you know like that's the traditional thing well, isn't and that's too, too, with too, the tree right? and the snow and all this yeah. stuff but here it's just summer we've got cicadas right. <laughs> yeah but but it's um you yeah it's got a special feeling too anyway but it's um yeah summer mm-hmm. summer indeed and you're the opposite but i'd say very strongly hopefully hopefully you don't get rained out anyway and it's but you know any rain you guys get um and whatever is going to be a good thing i i think hopefully yeah. you do get oh, nothing bad but after that fires yeah. boy because <laughs> yeah. a lot of your you know you were saying a lot of your areas 
burnt to a crisp. And yeah, it um, was. And they, um, we could talk again about it in the next episode because I've learned a lot since that that they did take more trees, log for log, you know, do, logging yeah. contracts than they were really um, supposed to. That they were calling because there's different labels for hazard trees, as they call them, that need to be removed from by the roads. And so there were different opinions about like the rating system, like how how basically um, our Forest Service people want it to be conservative, but the logging interests want it to be less conservative about that. And so they kind of went with the less conservative, more profits and just like clear cut big areas of forest that didn't need to be. So there's some mm. people really upset about that. But yeah. fortunately, where we are, everywhere around us is still really, um, I mean, it's burnt, a lot of it's burned, but it's a lot of greenery is coming back because uh, it's raining a ton. I mean, we actually live it technically in a rainforest. Um, it just dries in the summer, but it's a rainforest. It's, we get uh, up to 100 inches a year. To put in perspective, that's um, in, like rainy countries like England get like 30 a year. Um, but we get mm. all this rain just in the winter and then it's really dry in the summer. It does get dry and hot enough to have fires, but, um, but that's why the natives used to burn, do these prescribed burns, um, to prevent like devastating forest fires. And we don't do that very much anymore. And we're not like managing the forests well. So there's all this fuel built up so that when there is a spark and it, when it starts, there's just so much fuel. Mm. And that's one of the things happening. I think there's several different things going on there, yeah. but we could talk about that another time. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yep. We get that too. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Um, okay. All good. Right. Um, we'll plug out uh, for today, which is Wednesday the 6th of December 5th for you. Um, and uh, great to be chatting with you on today's podcast. Always. Um, awesome to be chatting with you Shannon it's great um, and I look forward to the next one and uh, please uh, have a good um, Christmas break there and uh, enjoy and stay safe and uh, we'll keep in touch of course here and uh, on Skype and um, I'll put this through when it's um, locked and loaded all right, sounds good. Thanks, Adam.